God hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. Well, hello, grace and peace, guys. Welcome back to an episode of All Things Theology. Today, today, we're going to update you all to those who watch last night's live stream. Going to talk about prophecy. But before we do that, make sure you like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you're not. As always, click the notification bell so you can be aware when I drop content before we get into today's video. A word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Trisha Ramos Real Estate. Is a move in your near future? Did you know Trisha Ramos is a local realtor in DFW and can actually help you in all 50 states across America? Maybe you have heard of her or Fish with Trish segments on the way of the master radio with Ray Comfort and Wretched Radio. As she fished for souls, now she is listing and fishing. Contract today if you like to list your home and have her help you fish for a new one. Message her today for help at listandfishwithtrish.com. Contact information is in the description if you'd like to hear more. Now, let's continue our, our show today. So I want to try something real quick before <clears throat> before I uh, <laughs> you guys kind of saw the craziness from last night. A lot of people were <laughs> what's the right term? Bewildered, amazed, shocked, surprised. I want to do something real quick. I want to share my screen and I want to play a little of that discussion, a specific clip from that discussion. So you guys can see. Hopefully you'll be able to hear this. Let's let's try it out. Let me know if you can hear it. But I will play this video. Let me, let, so, me uh, let me let me let uh, me you know, mm. tell tell the people just in case they they're not following what's what's going on. Mm. So what 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 Isaiah is saying is that today, guys, today is February 28th. His mother uh, has has been paralyzed. Right. And she is going to be healed today of this uh of 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 her paralyzation and so i asked i asked this i asked this question before we got on so isaiah already knows what i'm about to ask right he knows what i'm about to ask but so like i said there's no gotcha questions from any one of us right so we've already had these discussions um you know what will what will you do if when right if slash when um your mother is not healed. And what'd you tell me? What every Christian should do, repent. <laughs> yeah. So that was his answer, that he would repent of the false prophecy. Um, this morning, I, I uh, contacted Isaiah. One just, to, you know, hey, has it has it happened? Like if. It, there was no mockery on my end. I asked, "Hey, as uh, matter of fact, let me <laughs> let me read exactly what I said, just so I can be uh, upfront with you guys." Oh, I said. So I, the exact words was, "So, so did your mother get healed?" And I was expecting some delay since he's California. He's uh. Uh, two hours behind me so i wasn't expecting the answer right away but a few hours later he responds with this 
Um, he says, I missed, I missed such a great detail, a huge detail. <laughs> God, before he was the God of the Gentiles, was first a God of the Jews. The Jews timing for a 28 hour, 24 hour day is different from the Gentiles. Our day starts at midnight, but theirs starts at sunset. So it's still February 28th, according to the Jewish time. So I still have nine and a half hours, nine and a half hours left. So it's weird that God appeared to him as a Jewish, Jewish God. I don't even get how that even works, but he, he said he still had time. So nevertheless, I waited. All right, fine. You still have more time. Well, we know now that his mother was not healed. Unfortunately, I do still pray for his mother's health, by the way. Yes. Oh, it was a dream. Yes, a dream he had. Um, I still pray for his mother's health. I, I, Guys, I wasn't rooting for this not to be true. But I just know how these things have worked typically in uh, other Christians' lives and in the past and things like that. What I want to do. And and so just so I'm full disclosure, uh, the dream did not come to pass. The uh, prophecy did not come to pass. Um, yes, he did try to move the goalposts a little. Um, it's like, why didn't God tell you that in the first dream? Right. Um, but yes, the, the, the dream has not for those who are joining. The dream did not come to pass. And. Um, Isaiah was going to join me, but I believe something came up, so I don't um, fault him on that sense. But remember, he said he would publicly repent. And I was talking to Rick about this earlier. Um, and <laughs> for, for those who are asking who we're talking about, if you're not familiar with the video I did last night, then this will be kind of over over your head. Um, but. um. I was talking to Rick earlier about this and Rick was making a good point about the issue of repentance, right? Because he said he will repent. But what I think that means is I only repent of this issue, but it may happen again, right? Um, here's what the Bible says about false prophecies. Let's, let's, let's do a little, <laughs> I was, uh, re, uh, just looking at some text prior to this and, I was like, wow, man, you know, I, I, I told him last night, like, hey, man, if this does not tr get come true biblically of the old covenant, you would have been put to death. And he was like, yeah, I know. Right. Man, I don't know if you guys remember that. He was like, yeah, I know. He was. A thousand a thousand percent sure. He was hearing from God. He this dream was given by God. Go back and listen. If you're just looking for clarity. He said. God gave them him this dream. So that that kind of begs the question or raise the question. The next time you get some kind of dream or vision for the Lord, how do you know that's from God? Since the last one you had was false, right? Let me do something real quick. Share my screen. Um, Deuteronomy 18, 18 uh, starting at verse 20. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name. That I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks in the name of other gods. Notice that same prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how may we know the word that the Lord has not spoken? 
So God's given, uh, given us a huge hint on how we can know uh, a false prophet. Uh, someone says, what's wrong with his mother? His mother was paralyzed. Uh, his mother is paralyzed. So back to the text. So, right. We're asking, how, how, how can we know if it's from God or not? Right. When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if that word does not come to pass or come to true, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. So guess what? What we know is God did not give Isaiah this dream. Right? God did not speak to him. And this is not a... I mean, he's spoken it presumptuously. He's He lied on the behalf of God. That's literally what's being said. But just in case... You guys aren't convinced. Maybe you need more texts. I want to go through a few texts here as we discuss this situation. Um, I was just looking in the Bible and, and digging to the seriousness of uh, false prophecies. And God takes it serious. God takes it. God takes it very serious. So, so should we. Jeremiah 14, 14. And the Lord said to me, the prophets are prophesying lies at my name. The conclusion is, I did not send them, nor did I command them or speak to them. <laughs> God said, I'm not even speaking to these guys who are lying in my name. They are prophesying to you a lying vision. L listen to this, guys. Worthless divination and the deceit of their own mind. So <laughs> that's exactly what we heard last night. Like I said, I, I, I love the young man. Isaiah but my love for him does not cause me to speak falsely falsely to him right a couple more texts a couple more texts guys I hope you hope you guys are enjoying this uh, this biblical breakdown of hearing the voice of the Lord right uh, let's share my page again uh, let's see Ooh, too close can't do it all right so yes if a prophet or a dreamer arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder right that's what we heard last night right we heard a dreamer of dreams and the sign or wonder that he tells you to come to pass and if he says let us go after other gods uh so Rashawn asks uh mama not healed no the mother was not healed unfortunately um which we have not known to let us serve them. You should not listen to the words of that prophet or that uh, dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him, keep his commandments, obey his voice. Notice whose voice we're supposed to obey, God's voice. And you shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has taught rebellion against the Lord your God. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt, redeemed you out of the house of slavery to make you leave the way in which your Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall purge the evil from among your midst. Very interesting. Yes, I agree with Matthew. I believe he had a dream, but it wasn't from God. It's very, it's, I echo your sentiments and, I, and I've shared this with him. It's natural to want a loved one to be healed. And natural to dream of something you want so badly. Yes, and I, and I told him that. What I believe you have is wishful thinking, <laughs> you know, 
something to that extent. Like you want it to happen so bad, and it's very understandable. No one would fault you on that. You're like, hey, why you want it to happen? Yes, you love your mother, obviously. One more text to look at. Um, Ezekiel chapter 13, 6, 7, and 9. Ezekiel 13, 6, 7, and 9. They have seen false visions. Wow. And lying divinations. They say, declares the Lord, when the Lord has not sent them. Listen to that. And yet they expect him to fulfill their word. <laughs> Isn't that what we heard last night? He says, thus declares the Lord in this dream. But the Lord has not sent that dream. And yet, Isaiah has expect, expects, expected, not anymore, right? Expected God to fulfill this dream. Verse 7, have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination? Whenever you have, have said, declares the Lord, although I have not spoken. Verse 9, my hand will be against the prophets who see false visions, who give lying divinations. They shall not be in the council of my people, nor be enrolled in the register of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord, your God. Very interesting. This while, I, man, I was I was pleading with him to not trust in these visions last night. Biblically speaking, Isaiah gave a false prophecy, and I would argue he's not to be trusted on any other claim from God, because that's how we know if God's speaking to one. If you have one false prophecy, one false dream, vision. I mean, the Lord said he's not even dealing with you. Uh, that's why I say, man, you know, we need to be careful. That's why those who are saying, and I'm going to get into the issue of, well, because there are a lot of people who say, well, um, as long as it lines with God's word, that's what we should trust. I, I'm going to address that a little later. But I do want to read something real quick. I've been, um, I've been, uh, Diving into a uh, book I read quite some time ago that was an encour encouragement to my soul. And today I picked up and I'm rereading through it. And it's uh, dealing with a lot of issues uh, I was talking about last night. Uh, issues I've been dealing with when it comes to other popular preachers. But it is Marcus of <laughs> Charismatic Chaos <laughs> by John MacArthur. Totally different pastor. And I want to read something to you guys two stories that john MacArthur brings up because it really shows the attitude of a lot of people because i saw a lot of people on the comments that were you know they weren't they weren't siding with me some of them that's fine we have different but um that's right rick rick says god does not grade on a curve with prophecy his name is at stake absolutely because if god is telling you something it's going to happen so the question, the, we, you know, we beg the question, who are you hearing from? It could just be your own thoughts or it could be Satan himself. It could be demonic. Something to consider. But let me read this. John MacArthur states. A woman wrote to me, seething. You resort to Greek 
translations and fancy words to explain away what the Holy Spirit is doing in the church today. Let me give you a piece of advice that might just save you from the wrath of Almighty God. Put away your Bible and your books and stop studying. Ask the Holy Ghost to come upon you and give you the gift of tongues. You have no right to question something you have not never experienced. And so, though some people may say, well, I'm not saying put the book down. They are, they are, um, that last line is what's, um, what do you call, they are saying a lot of times, right? You have no right to question something you have never experienced. The title of this chapter is, is experience a valid test of truth? Let me read one more quote or yes, one more quote. He says, a radio listener, after hearing my teaching on 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, wrote, you people, and especially ministers of the gospel, who claim that speaking in tongues is not for today, are, in my opinion, and all those who do, grieving the Holy Spirit and missing a blessing from God. Um, to me, it is as ridiculous as if an unsaved person tried to persuade you that you absolutely cannot be sure that you will be into heaven if you haven't experienced it. You cannot tell someone who has that it doesn't exist. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what I've ultimately been arguing. What was presented last night and a lot of times from people is experience over the truth, over the biblical passages I presented. And I'm going to present some more too in a, in a second. Over the biblical, uh, you know, data. Well, I've experienced tongues. I've experienced, uh, you know, these dreams, visions. How can you say it's not true when I've experienced this? Because the source is not your experience. That's that's not what I stand for. The scripture is my authority. Someone say, where does scripture, uh, you know, um, tell us these things have ceased? Well, It only points us to one source of authority. And that's what, but that's what people are doing. If this dream is from God, it is authoritative. I'm obligated to believe it. Thankfully, I don't follow cleverly devised myths and tales, as scripture says. So if you're telling me God, God, Lord told me, you better have a biblical, um, you know, what do you call it? biblical precept behind it? Biblical verse, some some concept, some chapter, verse, some overarching theme that's consistent with the narratives of Scripture. And so, I feel for young Isaiah. Uh, did I do a live on cessationism? I have not done a live on cessationism. Not that I can remember. I don't believe so. Yes, uh, Ye is bringing up Jeremiah seventeen nine. Yes. Yes, a question I wanted to get into is, and and now I think it even uh, makes the it would make the question even more glaring is, how do you know the difference between your thoughts versus the voice of God? Especially now that you're wrong about this thing, so I, like I said, that even muddies it even more. How do you know God is actually speaking to you in this voice in this dream? How do you know a difference between a regular dream? And a dream from God. 
things to consider from those people who still believe that's exi- uh, the context. Um, Don says, experience becomes the foundation in these movements. People in the occult have experiences, and they would argue it's real. But the word is to be our foundation in its proper context. Amen. I'm not denying that he didn't have a dream. I'm not denying any of that. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying, I don't believe it was from God, especially now, right? We, 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 we know that for certain. We know that for certain right now that Isaiah, um, did not <laughs> get a dream from God. And so, um. I think I think it's sad. I think it's sad that he's caught up in the um, the experientialism. And, and if you notice, when I was presenting the authority of Scripture, it was, yeah, but be careful of those when you present the authority of Scripture at a clause, at a but, at a and. Right. Be careful. And so. Uh, as as uh, who was it? Don Don says said it perfectly. There there are other cults who have these experiences, these uh, uncontrollable experiences, and these dreams, and these these. This isn't exclusive to the Christian faith. <laughs> my my argument is not to trust in them, not to lean on them. I've had dreams, <laughs> not many, as uh, I stated last night, but it's it's it's. I, as we read in uh, Deuteronomy 18, 18, it's I believe it's presumptuous to say, therefore, it's it's from God. Let me read a text. Let me read a text. Oh, do, 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 do. Because just because you have a dream, a vision does not mean you're from God. Does not mean you're for God. Matthew 24, 24. I remember when I was just coming out of the, the um, word of faith movement. This verse was so convicting because all they did was, um, you know, say, hey, all these dreams, visions, all this stuff, right? It's going to happen, right? All the, It's all about the dreams and the visions and the, the signs and the wonders. That's what church was about. But I read this verse and thought, huh. Why is this the focus when false teachers can do these things? Uh, Matthew 24, 24 says, For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders, just so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. So here, Matthew 24, 24, false Christs and false prophets can even perform great signs and wonders. Something to consider. <laughs> For those who uh, are are caught up in all these dreams and visions, another text to consider. And yeah, guys, share your thoughts. Uh, share your thoughts on this because um, let's see. Yeah, Second Timothy four three. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit up their own passions. So. It's it's all about what they want, right? It's uh they they and they'll put themselves under teaching 
that aligns to the very things they want. Right. And so um, another text. Oh, this is a great text, guys. Very good text. Um, very good text. Isaiah 820. What does what does <laughs> funny enough, what does scripture even point us to? To dreams and visions? No. Isaiah 8.20 says, To the teaching, some versions say to the law, to the law, to the teaching, to the testimony. That's what Isaiah is saying. To the law, to the testimony. What he's referring to is the scriptures. If they, not, if they will not speak according to this word, it is because they have no dawn. Meaning, they're in the darkness. They have no light. And so, and guys, I'll check that video out. I'm not focused on that right now. Let's stay focused here. Um, yeah, so where where do we point people to? We point them to the word. Only. Only the word of God. Because that's the only sure word. I, I, I brought up the second Peter two text or, or three texts. Or Second Peter one, Second Peter one. That's what it is. Where th that's actually said. Second Timothy three fourteen says, "For as you continue, no, guys, I want you to listen to this. But as, but as for you, speaking to Timothy, continue in what you have learned, and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings." Notice Paul does not <laughs> place the visions or the dreams or the all this upon someone, upon Timothy. He goes to the scriptures. That's it. Which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture. Notice this. All scripture is breathed out by God. Profitable. For teaching. For reproof. For correction. And for training in righteousness, also, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So the, so the Bible is profitable for everything, not just doctrine, but every good work. So guess what? You, you struggling on who to marry? You struggling what job to take? The Bible has biblical wisdom. On how to make those decisions. See, people just want to be lazy and they just want to they want a quick fix answer from God. Study the scriptures, <laughs> get biblical wisdom, biblical application on how to how to take um make these decisions. Not everything needs to be spiritualized. It's it's not that deep. Some things are, hey, just just read your word, bro. And guess what? I don't believe you can make the wrong decision if you choose according to those. That doesn't mean bad things won't happen. That just means you should be trusting in the providence of God. Guys, we, 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 we the charismatic circles have messed up a lot of our minds when it comes to this. I'm just waiting to hear from God. And and, and that's a biblical concept. But but how they take it is is wrong. Right. How they take it is wrong it, and it's abused. Waiting on God is abused. 
because they're waiting to hear a voice to tell them what to do rather than to go to God's word. Yes, the Bible does have a checklist on who to marry. The Bible has answers. Here, the Bible says, don't be unequally yoked. So guess what? You should never marry an unbeliever. There you go. That's part of the checklist. <laughs> go to texts like Proverbs uh, 31, Titus 2. Things like this. So ultimately, I don't believe you can make the wrong decision ultimately if she's a believer. And guess what? She'll just sanctify you and you'll sanctify her. My, my frustration deals with a lot of people who who are in these movements and what they want to do is subjugate you to their to to authority of their visions and dreams. No, I don't have to submit to your dream or vision. I, and I don't I don't submit to your dream or vision. I only submit to the word of God. So if you're if you're telling me to submit and guess what, if you're saying it's from God, you are telling me to submit to it. But we just as we found out last night, many of these people speak falsely. God is God isn't speaking to them these things. And, and you know, um, well, I'm not a big uh, Copeland fan, but I, I, I understand there are people who still believe in the gifts. OK, and what I'm not not, you know, I understand there's going to be varying disagreements on this channel. And you guys know how I always tell y'all, right? Hey, think about it. Think about it. I got to bring that back for Shannon, right? <laughs> think about it. Don't take my word for it. I've, I've never told you guys that. Go to the scriptures. Test these things to see if it's true. I do not believe in the continuation of the apostolic gifts. Why? Because we see a dwindling of them by the time we get to... Um, uh, later books like i said book of acts we see an explosion of gifts by the time we get to second timothy paul's like hey timothy bro just drink some wine drink some wine oh, the, these healings have seemed to decrease and it is my position that why things like the healings were explosions was to affirm the apostle, the apostolic ministry. God does not need to continue to affirm his apostolic ministry. Therefore, we should not expect an explosion of gifts and stuff like that, like in the book of Acts. Why? We have the more sure word. <laughs> we have the more sure word. Guys, preach it, believe it, teach it, hold fast to it. To the people who are open to these visions, I want to, I want to, um, I, I I want to warn you because all cults got started with someone having a vision, being visited by God himself or an angel. I believe, let me say this carefully, graciously as I can. I believe those who are open to this are open to um, teachers who can deceive you. Because if you're open to some vision, well, it doesn't contradict the word of God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and Stephen, I'm not saying miracles don't exist. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying they don't. So, um, 
I, I, would, I would urge someone to listen carefully to what I'm saying. I said, I don't believe there is, we are living in an explosive time of the miracles. Uh, miracles exist, yes, often. Matter of fact, <laughs> uh, uh, conversion is a miracle. So people do this all the time, experience over truth. That's correct. But but here's the here's what I want to warn those who say, well, I'm all for these visions and dreams as long as they line up with what Scripture says, as long as they line up with what Scripture says. Well, if it lines up with what Scripture says, why didn't you just go read the Bible? I, I I'm better off just reading the Bible. Right. Just read the Bible and <laughs> you, you would have known what the vision you, you would have already knew it if you just knew your Bible. So, like I said, I, I, I don't I don't plan on being here too long. Um, I just wanted to give an update about Isaiah's. Um, yeah, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll probably respond. But like I said, I, I don't want to bring him up today. <laughs> let's, let's have a. Um, just trust God's word, guys. Let me, let me guys leave you. Uh, let me leave you guys with one more text. Let me leave you guys with one more text. Yes, that more sure word, man. Trust the word of God, man. That'll never leave you wrong. These dreams and visions, as we see, oftentimes can. Um... Second Peter one verse 16 and following for we did not follow cleverly devised myths will we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty for when he received honor and glory from God, the father and the voice was born to him by the majestic glory. This is my beloved son. Right. With whom I am well pleased, right? Speaking of the transfiguration. Right? Peter's saying, hey. Hold on, let me actually finish this verse. We ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven. For we were with him on the holy mountain. The apostles were there. They heard God speaking from heaven. Like, wouldn't this... Think about it, guys. I want you to put yourself in (laughs) apostle shoes for a second. Um... You know, so you would be like, wow. Man, we heard God, the father speaking from heaven. That would be an amazing event. But notice what notice what. uh, Notice what Peter says. Notice what Peter says. Verse 19. And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed. Wow, we we got a more sure word than God speaking from heaven on a mountain. People say, I want to hear God all the time. Read your Bible. Right. Matthew says, I will follow my face. Yes. (laughs) And notice this. We have a more sure word than that. So we should fall on our face and be praising God for the scriptures. You ever seen people in like. You know, China, when they receive Bibles, that's how we receive react. But we want the dreams and visions, right? We want we want the other stuff, right? 
Give and so it, it it so people say, well, that still doesn't take out the dreams and visions. Well, here's the here's the point I'm making. If it comes to the word of God in your dream and vision, why wouldn't I go with the more sure word? Keep your dreams, keep your visions, whatever, do your thing, whatever. I'm going to go with the more sure word. So people are not hearing from God individually outside of scripture. I'm not speaking of a prophetic way. Um, I, I, maybe I don't understand your question. I believe people hear from God, but it's with the scripture, not a part of it, not apart from it. Anyone selling their hearing from God apart from scripture. Yes, I'm very skeptical. I'm very skeptical of that. Um, I don't I don't believe that's uh, <laughs> I, I, we need the more sure word. Um, yes, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And so. Um, so, yeah, so trust the more sure word, guys. Um, if you're watching this video, make sure to like it, subscribe to the channel, click the notification bell, all those good things. Um, yes, you can always trust the Bible. You can always trust God's word. I can't always trust your vision. <laughs> as we've seen. With, with Dylan, our friend, young uh, Isaiah. Let me do something real quick. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Uh, <laughs> as we've seen uh, from um, last night. That people lie. People lie on God. Chris, what is your position on promptings? Like people not claiming authoritative words, but rather something else. I guess it would, I guess it would um, depend on what they, what their, what the something else is. Does the apostles' writings account as a sure word? Yes, it's scripture. All scripture is the sure word. Yes. <laughs> yes, talk that Shaolin stuff. That's right. So, yeah, man, uh, that's my appeal to my to my charismatic friends, to those who are even in the the wackiness. Um, to look to the more sure word. Um, you know, I, I get I get the enthrallment, um, you know, to um, those things and stuff. But scripture. OK, Charles says feelings to do certain things. Um yeah, I've, I mean, I've I've had those right um, unctions to <laughs> to go talk to someone, but I, I would say ultimately that's um, that concept can be found in the Bible, right? Uh, does God want me to preach the gospel? So if I I feel compelled <laughs> to go preach to to someone, um, then I believe that's I don't believe I believe that's in harmony with what I'm saying. We see your skepticism. <laughs> But are you saying that it but are you saying that it does not happen anymore? Can you buy scripture to support your teaching? Yes, I've been doing that the whole video. The whole video. Like I said, people people love to underpin the Bible to their their visions and and things like that um or on par with the Bible or just right beneath, right? <laughs> 
Um, if God is speaking to you in these dreams and visions, then everyone is obligated to obey it. If God is, is has a word for you, I would say um, everybody's obligated to uh, obey it. See, people aren't really, really aren't really wanting to go that far because <laughs> guess what? These dreams and visions that God gives often are false. All these people claim to have dreams and visions. If you pin them down on their um, their their prophecies and their visions and their dreams, they get a thousand dreams and visions and prophecies, right? You got more than the Bible. That's very interesting. How come God's speaking to you more than he did the apostles and prophets? That's very interesting. And you ever notice that the dreams and visions are typically everything they want to happen? But in the Bible, it's like, <laughs> that's not the case a lot of times. <laughs> uh, but... Oh, <laughs> something fell. I think you didn't believe the dreamer yesterday from the jump. That's correct. I did not. I did not. And I was right. I was right too. Um, that's correct. Since when did feeling and experience trump God's word? That's correct. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I had a dream. I was at the airport yesterday. I guess God's telling you he's about to fly you and ascend you up that mountain it's like i mean all and all these things are uh subject to um interpretation as well i am saying the fakes i'm talking about things god has spoken as that come to pass with dates people good good and bad uh you have to give me one you have to give me one and even then I, yeah here, here's my assumption i'm gonna go with the word of god because it's the more sure word <laughs> uh more sure word any day over your prophecy, over God telling you something, uh, yeah, I'll go with the more sure word every day. If God has given us the more sure word, why would I want anything less than that? Right? Think about that. Think about what we're saying. If you if you if you grant me scripture is the more sure word than a prophecy or a vision, then what's the point of the prophecy and the vision if I have something more sure than that? Something to consider. Something to consider. Yes, guys, don't forget to hit that like button and all that jazz. Yeah, I'm probably about to end it here. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, we will I'll continue to be dropping some videos. I have something dropping soon. Like I said, uh, to those who are uh, members of the channels, they get to hear the early access. So if you guys just can't wait, <laughs> I'm sure y'all can. Uh, feel free to partner me, partner with me in that manner. Uh, my contact information is always in the description below. But you guys know how we do it here. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace, y'all. Till the next time. Grace and peace.